Back in the 70s, the mantra for teens was peace and love. In the 80s, the mantra for most teen boys was skate or die. Flash forward 20 years, and what do our youths care about? What's the Wi-Fi password? Thank you for tuning into What's the Wi-Fi Password, a place where we have discussions about topics and issues that are relevant to the teens in our generation and how to point them towards the gospel. If you have any questions or would like to learn more about this podcast, please email Joshua Shively at joshuas at calvary.com. Well, hey, everybody out there, and welcome to another episode of What's the Wi-Fi Password. Hey, it's episode number two. This has been a lot of fun. I've loved getting to do this as we've started this podcast and just gotten some messages out there to all you listeners, um, which in my mind is probably a lot more than actually is on the data of who's actually <laughs> listening to this podcast. But, you know, it excites me. Uh, and we're on episode number two. There's, there's something about that. And I think, you know, one day we'll hit episode 100. But again, you know, this is a podcast where we desire in youth ministry and life and loving Jesus to bring the youth of today, their parents, and just whoever's listening to this closer to Jesus uh, in a way that just is practical and real and just in a living faith. And so, again, my name is Joshua Shively. I'm the youth pastor at Calvary Monterey, and, you know, just welcome to have, just welcome today. Um, So with me today, uh, I've got a couple awesome people that I get to work with week in and week out uh, as we talk about this topic of discipline. And so, Andy. Yeah. Hi. Hello there. Who are you? Um, My name is Andy Candriva. (laughs) I'm the middle school director here at Calvary Monterey. Been on staff now for about two and a half years, working with Joshua here pretty much that entire time. Um, and happy to be here talking about discipline today. Okay. And my name is Tate Dozler, <laughs> and I'm 24. I have been on staff at Calvary for four years. I do a lot of jobs, but I primarily work with children's ministry and youth ministry under Joshua. And... Do I need to talk about, about a little bit about myself? Yeah, go ahead. Said? Yeah, okay. Why not? Yeah. Um, I got divorced this year, so not to bring everything down, but <laughs> um, I'm doing great, so don't worry about me. But I am newly single, I guess you could say, but I have had that experience of being married um, under me, and I enjoy reading a lot and writing in my free time. So, yeah, and I love Jesus. I went to Bible college and I just want to continue loving Jesus the rest of my life and being obedient to him. So getting to work at a church is a huge privilege for me. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. And then Andy, do you, like, what are you bringing to the table today? Like, who are you? What What is Andy? Yeah. So. Not who is Andy. What is Andy? What is Andy? What is Andy? <laughs> Man, that's a, I think that's a question for philosophers <laughs> to answer more so than me. Um, but, yeah, specifically on the topic of discipline, I think one of the big things I bring to the table is a slow but steady growth in this topic. Okay. Cause like even you inviting me here, there's a part of me driving here today. It's like, am I really the guy to talk about discipline? Uh, if you were to 
go back 10 years and talk to freshman in high school Andy and be like, hey, man, <laughs> you want to do a podcast in the future on discipline? I would have been like the worst candidate. And you could have asked my parents, my teachers, my friends. They all would have said the same thing. I was that guy in high school who I got a homework assignment. It didn't go in a folder or a binder. It just got stuffed into my backpack. If I happened to remember it, I would pull it out and do it as I was sitting in the classroom waiting for class to start on the due date. Okay. Um, (laughs) I realized, like, I could kind of just coast by and still get good grades, still do well enough. Mm. Um, But definitely, because of a lack of discipline, did not... um, did not even really come close to what my potential probably was okay. as a student. Um, and that stuck with me through college at CSUMB, Cal State Monterey Bay. Um, and it's, it's definitely like a creeping part of me, like that laziness a little bit. Sure, yeah. Um, but over the last few years, working on staff, working under Joshua, uh, and working under our senior pastor, Nate Oldridge, like discipline is an important uh, deal for us. And it's just a part of the culture being here. Yeah. Like if you have conversations with Joshua and he starts talking to you about your life and you start digging <laughs> in, you're like, yeah, I wake up most mornings at like 1145. Uh, I eat only fast food. Um, I work probably three hours a day. Like he's going to step into that and correct some things. <laughs> uh, so I've had the privilege of being able to grow and discipline a good bit. And so I'm hopeful, hoping to be able to connect especially with like some high schoolers who are listening and be able to step in and, and share what I've learned and grown in with discipline here in this podcast. I like that. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Tate, so what are you bringing to the conversation today? Just where you're at? Yeah. Well, like I said, because of my situation the past year, mm-hmm. I've really had to grow in discipline mm-hmm. and in my faith walk, I think discipline has helped me keep my faith in my struggle mm-hmm. and pain And so I, like Andy, being on staff, have felt um, just my leaders have a lot of discipline. Mm -hmm. And just being a follower of my leaders, (laughs) I have had to kind of step up to the plate a little bit. And then becoming a leader, Mm -hmm. I want to model discipline because I really believe that it helps um, in the hard times that we just struggle with our faith and struggle with Mm -hmm. even just outside of our faith, like, being healthy people, (laughs) being healthy, like mind, body, and soul. And so when you have Mm. discipline though, it makes it so much easier to Mm. move through life. Um, because you kind of just have this like go to, um, routine or method to, to cling to, um, when you don't really know what else to do and you're Mm. feeling like you have no direction. And I feel like, especially in high school, even maybe as a new parent or a parent for a long time, Mm. there's just these seasons in life where you're like, what am I doing and why am I doing this? (laughs) And that's where I've just seen discipline play a huge role in my life and in the people that I really admire, um, like you, Joshua and Pastor Nate, and even some of my peers that I really look up to. Right on, right on. Yeah, this is an interesting, and I love how there's just so many dynamics here today. Um, you know, me being a 34-year-old man, married for 12 years, I've got two kids, ministry for, for 14 years. Um, and yeah, discipline has been a huge factor of the success and just who I am today as a man and who I am today as a husband. Um, and so if you haven't guessed it by now, you know, this topic today of discipline is something that we all three, even though we are in different kind of facets of life and times of life, um, 
the thing is like it's, it's important to us it really is and we think it's an important uh, aspect to the christian walk we think mm-hmm. it's important to uh, just really if, to be a successful human being um, as christ has called us to thrive and to live mm-hmm. and to live life to the full right and so you know this is a to- uh, like a like an important topic to us and yet you know none of us do it perfect you know what right. any of us here sit today say like yeah, I'm, I've got it, you know, <laughs> I, I've, I've got that. And so I, today we want to talk a little bit about why, like, this is important. Uh, what what does Jesus say about it? And then really, like, where we failed. And then, um, in a sense, like, some tips, you know, some places yeah. that we've succeeded. Mm-hmm. Um, and so let's just start with that. Why is discipline important, guys? Like, <laughs> yeah. why is this important? Yeah, well, like I said, um, it comes up in the Bible so many times and we don't even realize it. But Jesus had to have been very disciplined, Mm -hmm. right? To have spent time with the Father, that takes discipline, especially when you have 12 men following you at all times. Mm -hmm. But we read many times (laughs) that he got away, he got alone, and that took discipline to do that. Mm -hmm. And then he was teaching constantly Mm -hmm. and studying, so that means that he had to have discipline in his early years of life to be able to even teach and do ministry yeah, so absolutely. intensely that he did in the three years. Mm-hmm. And then when you look at Paul, so many times he talks about running the race, right? This mm-hmm. race of faith and life. And when you think about just a runner in general, you think about discipline. Oh, it takes discipline to run. I suck at running, yeah. <laughs> but I did do track and field in high school and at the beginning, I could barely run a half mile. I would breathe so heavy. I would walk sometimes <laughs> halfway little, through little the track. <laughs> but honestly, after two weeks of just going around two laps, mm-hmm. by the second week, I could run a half mile. And I'm sure if I did that again, it'd be the same thing. And then you work up to a mile. Yeah, and I've just absolutely. heard that for so many people that aren't runners, that running is possible if you just have the discipline to move and walk every day yeah. and then eventually you'll start running and running longer distances. And so, um, and James, James writes that in trials to have steadfastness, mm-hmm. you know, with counted all joy brothers for when you endure trials it, to, to create steadfastness. And so this idea of endurance and steadfastness requires discipline. If you're like, well, how do I be steadfast? Mm-hmm. How do I have endurance yeah. that requires discipline? Yeah. So that's why, it's important and it's, it's in scripture. So it's something we should pay attention to, especially when it's fr- coming from people like Jesus and James, Paul. Those are like three huge <laughs> people in the Bible <laughs> that we need to pay attention to. So, yeah. Yeah, those are all great points, Tate. And, you know, when we look at Jesus' life, I mean, you know, we see where the writers of the Gospels wrote of times he healed, but there's many times he didn't. You know, right. Many times he, he wouldn't heal the people and he would, like, like you said, he would. He would go to the wilderness. He would spend time alone. He had that like discipline to say no. Uh, I personally love where Paul talks about. I don't. I don't fight as a boxer boxing the air. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and, and I love what you said earlier, where discipline is something where when life is just horrible and there's just things that are happening that are outside of our control, you've created this discipline and this this habit in your mind where it, your body just knows what to do, right. uh, even when you're not thinking. And in the midst of a fight, like I used to, I used to fight in the ring. I used to really enjoy that in my younger years. And when you're, you know, like Mike Tyson says, everybody has a plan to get punched in the face. And it's true. Like, it mm-hmm. really, that is so true. Like, once you get punched in the face, 
you don't know what's going on, but like your body knows, oh, like jab, reverse punch, uppercut, like knows what to do even in the midst of a barrage of, of hits. Mm. And it's that discipline of like over and over again, mm-hmm. um, making those habits in our life. And you know, I think, yeah, I think you're right. Like scripture, we see that in Jesus, we see that in Paul, just these, these men of faith and, mm-hmm. and just the call to a, like a thriving life, you know, in discipline. Mm-hmm. So what do you think, Andy? Yeah, absolutely. I love what you're all sharing. Um, I think it could be really good to give an idea of what discipline is and looks like mm-hmm. uh, when discussing why it's so important. Sure. I think a good uh, definition of discipline is it's our ability to accomplish everything that God made us to be. Um, That's because good. you know we all have been created by our Lord with, with different purposes, mm-hmm. right? And some are laid out really clearly in scripture like our God wants us to be someone who follows him, to be someone who's in relationship with them. So that involves reading the word, prayer, um, all of those things take discipline. Mm-hmm. It also involves living a righteous life, right? Controlling our tongue, like James says in James chapter three, takes a lot of discipline. We're called to discipline our bodies, as Paul says. Uh, so there's all of these um, commands laid out in scripture that take discipline to live the Christian life that's been set before us. Mm. But there's also a lot of things that our God has made us to be that might not be like scriptural, like mandates, Mm. but there are things like, man, what has God made you passionate for? What has God given you the interest in? What has God made you skilled at? What gifts and talents and burdens has God placed upon you? All of those things take discipline to be able to get the most out of them. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I think an example if you're a sports fan, right, you can look at um, pro athletes. And when you get to, like, the NFL, talent is no longer, like, as important as it used to be because mm. everyone's extremely talented, <laughs> right? You mm. look at, like, if you're the best player on your high school football team, then you go to college and everyone you're playing with was the, the best, best player on their yeah. high school team. <laughs> yeah, that's then so you true. get to the pros, and everyone you're playing with was the best player on their college team. And so the thing that sets people above is discipline, mm-hmm. right? You look at Tom Brady, who is my favorite. Would bring up because there's yeah. a lot of people. <laughs> that's right, Patriots. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah Tate's a Patriots, Patriots fan. I'm a Steelers <laughs> fan. So I'm I'm gonna speak well about Tom Brady, even though I despise him. Oh my so gosh. that should add credibility here, right? The oh, dude man. has won more than anyone else. Mm. He's accomplished more than anyone else, possibly in any pro sport, definitely yeah. in oh, football, yeah, for sure. And then you look at what he does. He's like 42 years old, still playing, and he talks about like eating this vegan diet, this crazy workout routine with avocado ice cream. Yeah, he's all plant-based. Yeah, yeah. he he sits there and he says, I have such a high value on being a a great football player that I'm going to transform what my life is uh, to be able to do that to the best of my abilities. Yeah. I mean, if if you want to be honest, Tom Brady, he's basically a monk. Yeah. Except, (laughs) like, he's not not a monk for Jesus. He's a monk for football. Yeah. Like, he has transformed the way he lives. good point. I like it. And so what discipline looks like, it doesn't have to look like avocado ice cream and being a monk and having that weird, like... It's actually pretty good. (laughs) Is it really? You would have had it. If anybody at this table, Joshua would have eaten avocado ice cream. That's very true. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, But discipline, it just looks like taking those things that God has made you to be right? A disciple of Jesus, 
right? Someone who loves and serves others. Perhaps for you, it's, it includes being a, a Bible teacher or being a physicist or becoming a doctor or an auto mechanic, whatever it is, all of those things that you want to do require discipline to be able to do them to the ability that God has designed you to do them. Yeah. Right. And how much more as Christians should we be training our bodies, our minds, our souls like a Tom Brady? You know what I mean? Totally. Like we should be the healthiest, mm-hmm. I think, people in the world. Yeah. We should be the healthiest physically, mentally, and spiritually mm-hmm. because we have the strength of Jesus, mm-hmm. because we have the power of the Holy Spirit. And we don't have to do discipline on our own. Like yeah, we get to ask God to help us to be disciplined. Yeah. I know I really struggle with motivations at different seasons of my life, especially when I was going through depression and just sadness. And I had to lean on the Holy Spirit so Mm -hmm. much to get me out of bed, you know, like to get me into the routines that I knew I needed to do. And I needed the community of God to help me do that. Like Mm -hmm. I needed people to come around me and ask me accountability questions like, did you work out today? Did you eat well today? You know, those types of things. So we should be (laughs) the like top NFL stars within our (laughs) sphere of Christian life, you know? So Mm -hmm. I love that analogy that you used about Tom Brady, not just because of Tom Brady, because it's it's so true. Like we should be working that hard. We Mm -hmm. should be like putting that much effort into our walks with Jesus. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, those are great points, guys. And that's, that's just a great analogy, uh, Andy. I love it. Um, and so, you know, we're sitting here today and we're, you know, very different people, but like we are walking in Christ, we're growing in Christ. And, and Tate, like you said, we are physically spiritual and mental people, you know, that are kind of each day walking in that sphere, right? Um, and as we look at this Christian walk, we go, okay, like I want to have discipline in Bible reading. I want to have discipline in like a Sabbath. I want to have discipline in prayer. Mm-hmm. I want to have discipline in like being discipled and accountability and reaching out mm-hmm. and, and, you know, like being a part of church and serving and, you know, feeding the orphans and helping the widows. <laughs> and I mean, whatever else, right? We can yeah. make a list of these to do's that we desire to be disciplined in. Like and really to be like Jesus, and so you guys have done this perfect, right? You guys are good. <laughs> <you guys got laughs> it. <laughs> no, none of us have. No. Yeah. So we're all growing, right? And so um, I kind of want to ask you guys: one, like, what are some techniques that you you use on on, or maybe here's some. What are some disciplines that you are focusing on now? Yeah. Some techniques yeah. that you're using to to focus on those, and then what are some places you failed in those? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Great. <laughs> I think. Well, one, I just want to say that you need to just start. Like, you need to just not wait for the new year, right? This is, it's December right now. Like, don't wait for January 1st. Hmm. Like, you can start this today. Whenever you're listening, you can start discipline the next day. Don't wait for a Monday, you know. Discipline, every day is a new day. Every day is a day we get to start fresh with the Lord. Mm -hmm. And so, don't wait to be disciplined. Mm -hmm. I think that's been a big big thing for me and what I had to really change is Mm. not when I fail in discipline, you know, if my goal is to wake up every morning at 5 a.m. to read for an hour, if I sleep in one day, I don't just say, well, the whole rest of the week, not going to wake up at 5 a.m., you know, like, no, the next day is a new day to wake up at 5. And so I think a lot of us do that for whatever reason. If we don't get that star that day, then we're just... I guess we have to wait for a new week to start over, but that's just not true. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, and the enemy would love to tell us to get us in a lazy state. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So I think specific areas in my life that I've excelled in discipline this year have been my quiet time with the Lord. And honestly, it just was came out of a state of desperation mm-hmm. for needing to be and hear from the Lord. But what really helped me is actually getting a Bible plan, like a reading plan. Mm-hmm. So I've been reading the Bible for all, many, many years, yeah. and I've read through the Bible a couple times. And I just needed something fresh and new mm-hmm. to help me want to read the Bible every morning. So I actually downloaded an app. Um, I'm, it's facing me for right now, but it's from the men's conference, that guy. Oh, who the did F260? The F260. It's yeah, an it's app great. and it has a Bible it's reading great, plan. Yeah. And I love that. And so you can check things off. So if your person likes to check off boxes, the app has that, has the reading right in the app. But then I also changed translations mm-hmm. because I'd been reading the same mm-hmm. translation for a little bit. So point. I needed like a different translation to help me, my mind just keep up with the reading. So mm-hmm. I switched to the NLT this year mm-hmm. and I've really loved reading it mm-hmm. that through that way. Um, and then I really disciplined myself in prayer. And again, that kind of came out of a season of desperation. Mm-hmm. And so the way that I do that is I practice silence and I am mm-hmm. so terrible at silence. <laughs> I, <laughs> I came from a really big family and I just love noise constantly. So mm-hmm. I don't do well sitting in silence, but I just started with like a, a simple app called Headspace and I downloaded it. It was, it's free to download and f- they had like one minute silence practices so you just he counts you through breathing and stuff but it helped me to eventually now i don't even need the app i don't subscribe Mm -hmm. to it anymore but i can just sit in silence and i the goal is to not get my mind to wander and think about all the to-dos and the things for the day but to silence myself so that i can hear from god so Mm -hmm. i focus try to focus on one thing and i just repeat the same thing over and over so if the if i'm really struggling with not feeling loved i'll just repeat to myself in silence like the lord loves me yeah and then i'll wait 30 seconds 20 seconds and i'll say it again like the lord loves me and sometimes i might a verse might come to my mind but a lot of times there's nothing Mm. but it's just the practice of silencing myself and being still before the lord that's really helped the me then pray um in a really healthy and mature way the areas that i've totally failed at discipline (laughs) this year have definitely been just eating habits Mm. and Mm. working out um I started a second job this year and so I just kept saying like I don't have the time I don't have the time to meal prep and to eat correctly and to work out but I'm just talking to you guys I'm like no I I do have the time (laughs) and I can be disciplined enough to do it so my advice for that is just again like don't wait till Monday like I can do it tomorrow Saturday and I can start fresh Saturday so yeah that's where I've totally failed I just it's so much more convenient to just not work out (laughs) to just not use my time moving my body but my body needs it my mind needs it so badly yeah Yeah. that's good yeah good what are you andy yeah i might come from a very different like angle on discipline from what tate sharon um because actually when you ask the question like what are you working on discipline right now the discipline i'm practicing right now is sleep like, oh, um, gosh. I think it's so, no, it's so important. No, it's a discipline. It's incredible. Yeah. 
Going to bed on so, time. Preference it. So, like, you mean, like, going to bed on time. Getting enough sleep. Getting, getting enough consistent sleep. Consistent yes. sleep. Yeah, yeah. Shutting um, off the phone. Yeah. yeah. It's it's important to get seven to nine hours of sleep a night. Absolutely. If you're a high yeah. schooler listening to this, you, you actually need closer to ten hours of sleep a night uh, wow. growing up. That is crazy. Um, yeah. I so think in high school I got, like, four hours of sleep, no, five totally. hours. You guys had cell phones. Um, yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. Oh, you, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I didn't have um, a cell phone. So it's, it, it was, when I was a teenager, it was like, no, sleeping, like, it, I got in trouble for sleeping too much, mm. you know, because. Yeah, um, and that was, you know. that's actually part of the cause of, like, what's going on yeah. today. Anyway, anyway. That's but anyways, <laughs> like, 150 years ago, the average American slept 11 to 13 hours a night. Wow. And a big reason why is they didn't have the light bulb yet. Doesn't that so it's just so like, weird? at 8 o'clock when the sun's down, like, what the heck are you going to do? Yeah. Like, you're going to go to bed. You don't want to waste all your uh, firewood. So, yeah, yeah you're going to go to bed. <laughs> yeah. So, sleep is something I'm working on now. I downloaded an app that I used to use in high school called Sleep Cycle. Um, very briefly, what it does, uh, you put it next to your bed when you sleep, and the microphone listens to how much you're moving. It can tell, like, how deep of sleep you're in, like, in your REM cycles. And so it charts, like, the depth of your sleep, how long you've been asleep, and then it wakes you up, like, a 30-minute window based on like what's the best time in your sleep cycle to wake up. Hmm. Um, and so I've been using that for close to two weeks now. Oh, wow. It tells you how long you've been asleep and how good your sleep is. And right now, over these last two weeks, I haven't changed anything yet, but I'm averaging five hours and 42 minutes of sleep, hmm. and it's like 61% sleep quality. Oh, that's not so, good. No, it's yeah. horrendous. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's not healthy. So I'm working on... Uh, developing a consistent sleep schedule. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so what my goal is going to start being is to be in bed at 9.30 mm-hmm. at night, um, which is tough to do, especially with like youth group on Tuesdays and getting yeah. home late. Always. Um, so we're moving youth group to 3 p.m. Yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> we're not doing that. Um, so yeah, sleep is a big one that I'm working on right now. Um, Can I also I'll, just say that sleep... A good way to get into discipline is to have a routine before you go to bed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like doing the same. So like putting your phone away at like seven o'clock. Yeah. And then like not having your phone in your room and then like reading 30 minutes before you want to go to sleep. Yeah. Because that like signals to your brain like, oh, we're going to be sleeping soon. Yeah. So like whether it's essentially like you uh, you diffuse like the same scent, like all mm. those things really help. Like the diffuser. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How to talk about oils. But yeah, yeah. no, you really trigger your brain into thinking into That's like true. it's time for sleep. So whether it's like close doing the same thing of like closing all the blinds or even washing the dishes, like if you're a mom or something, having the same like night routine yeah. before you go to bed will help help your bot train your body to like know we're going to bed so that you can fall asleep yeah. quickly and at an appropriate time like i listen to the same song every night before i go to sleep mm. i'm asleep within like 15 to 30 seconds oh really yeah, yeah. okay yeah. yeah um in your your brain your body does a lot of associations yeah um so if you use like it associates places and objects of different activities so if you do homework in your bed or are like on social media in your bed or watch TV in your bed, then you're actually training your brain that this is a space for work and yeah. not for sleep. Yeah. And so it can actually make it a lot harder to get to sleep and make it so sleep's not as good. But anyways, that's a lot on sleep, um, <laughs> which I think is a really important discipline. Yeah. And it goes with one that I think I've done well this year, uh, which is Sabbath. Um, I think rest is a discipline. 
I love um, what Watchman Nee, he was a Chinese church planner in the early 20th century. He points out that uh, in the seven days of creation, mankind was created on the sixth day, and then God rested on the seventh day. And so he looks at it and says, so God worked for six days and then rested. He says, but what was mankind's first day? Rest. It was the Sabbath. It was the day of rest. And so we talked about as, as people, what we need to do is rest forward, right? We don't, we think of rest as like, oh man, I did all this work. Now I just need to crash. But in his view, and I think it's a biblical view is that rest is actually where we get filled up with the Lord, with his spirit, with his love, and are then able to carry that into the week and are able to carry that into the things that we're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think, I think rest and sleep is a really important place to start with discipline. I think if those aren't a big part of your routine, like any other discipline you work on, I think you're shortchanging kind of your ability to pull it off a little bit. Be tired, Mm -hmm. Um, overworked. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Yeah, willpower, which goes hand in hand with discipline, um, it's actually like a muscle. Mm -hmm. Like, and throughout the day it gets tired and gets less able to work. Oh, absolutely. So if, if rest is not a part of what you're trying to be disciplined in, then your like max level on some other disciplines isn't going to be as high. Yeah. Um, so that's an area where I'm going well. Uh, areas where I'm not all that great at <laughs> discipline. Yeah, I don't think there really are. Yeah. Right okay. Now. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> um, there's there's a good bit. Uh, like I said, sleep I'm learning is like one that I'm really undisciplined in and really need to get to work on. Yeah. Um, prayer is another one that I struggle with. Um, I love to read and ever since I became a follower of Jesus, I've been able to devour the word of God. Um, but then prayer has always been this like, like driving, like with the emergency brake on, like Mm. not knowing how to shift gears, just like grinding away, um, where I'm the classic person where I'll sit down and I'll, I'll pray in the morning and I'll be like, Lord Jesus, you know, I just really need to remember what was the score on Sunday? I mean, Jesus, back to you. Yeah. And like, I'll probably say like, Lord Jesus, and like restart my prayer. It's probably like fifty percent of my prayers. Um, so one thing I'm I'm trying to do to help with that is actually to write my prayers down. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm learning that's been really helpful. I've done that three days now. Okay. Um, but then elsewhere, um, I just need to get disciplined and like not wasting time. Mm-hmm. I think that's a really easy thing to start doing. Um, trying to limit. Like procrastinating? No. Yeah. I mean, of course, mm-hmm. it, it goes hand in hand with that. Um, but also mm-hmm. having something that I want to do and then getting carried away with doing it. Um, I think YouTube is like oh, yeah. this, like the spawn of Satan when it comes to <laughs> trying to do this. I love YouTube. If you watch YouTube, no condemnation. You can learn a lot there if you're watching the right things. Um, but what I've seen is it is so stinking easy stinking for me to out. be like, I'm just going to watch one video like while I eat lunch. Then it becomes like, all right, now I need to digest. So I'll just watch another episode and chill here. I need to digest. And then, yeah, <laughs> oh and then it just becomes like, this one's only seven minutes. I could do that. Hey, this one's only five minutes. That's good. Mm-hmm. I'm not really like this one. I'm going to pick a different video. <laughs> and then it's like Thursday. And I realize I haven't done what I wanted to do. For sure. Um, so, yeah, I want to 
I think after I get sleep kind of worked out well, I'm going to step into trying to just order my like life rhythms a bit better to avoid doing that. Absolutely. Yeah. And that, those are good. Those are good, man. Um, you know, like, you know, on your iPad, we put the one hour time on yeah. YouTube daily, daily. So, you know, you can spend one hour on there, you know, yeah. one hour of 24 and, mm-hmm. and then it's over. Which right? one hour of YouTube, like with how much I like the YouTube videos I watch, I think one hour of YouTube is a valuable thing. Is it? I think yeah. five hours of YouTube <laughs> is a destructive thing. Sure. Yeah. You know? An hour in the gym is great. If I'm yeah. spending five hours a day in the gym, there's, there's something wrong with that. Totally. Like a little, a little addicted. Um, so these are great. You guys, thank you so much for being honest and open and just real in those. Because uh, there really are so many levels of this, right? And, you know, since you guys kind of hit on the prayer and the Sabbath and then on, you know, the reading of the word and those apps, you know, I, um, there's other disciplines that I'm sure many of our younger listeners would, would ask, okay, like, I know that my phone is, is trouble for me. Or I know yeah. that my laptop is trouble for me. Or those apps or those, you know, in, you know uh, Instagram or YouTube, I, like, this isn't something hidden, right? This isn't some, some like, oh, like, surprising thing that those, those, yeah. those type of, of entertainment, those type of consumption can be really dangerous. Right. Um, and so really, guys, you know, as we kind of close this down, you know, when we look at these things, what's, and Tate, I want you to talk to the young ladies mm-hmm. and you go to the young men. But like, what's a technique? What's just like kind of one pointer? Because what you said, Tate, of just like, hey, start today. Yeah. You know, what's like one pointer as you look at like our, our the young ladies in our youth group, you know, our high schoolers and middle schoolers that right. they can use? Yeah. Well, if you have an iPhone, you can limit the apps. Mm-hmm. So my apps don't come on until 10 a.m. Mm-hmm. and they shut off at 7 p.m. Yes. And okay. I have to, I mean, I can still go on them, but you have to kind of like work a little bit harder. Mm-hmm. And I also, though, what I've been doing is setting like a 15 minute timer. So if I know I want to go on Instagram later in the day after Mm. my apps closed off, Mm. I'll set the 15 minute timer. And then once it's off, I get off Instagram and you could take it even a step farther as Mm. to like if you overextend your time, you can have a consequence, you know, so like (laughs) you can have to shut off your phone for an hour or two hours and especially if you're a parent listening like i think it's really important to do this absolutely um i've nannied for and babysat for multiple families where kids have to go set a 30 minute timer if they're going to play video games or watch youtube or watch a show and i think that's really healthy because then when the 30 minutes is done they know they need to transition to something else Mm -hmm. they need to go move their body or it's an exchange like if you're going to be outside for an hour that earns you 15 minutes of video game time or 30 minutes of video game time or whatever So, um, and then as a young lady too, I just think, you know, we can spend a lot of time trying to be like on Pinterest and stuff, just dreaming and planning and just really (laughs) aimlessly like thinking about life Mm -hmm. and making pretty boards, (laughs) (laughs) trying to make a pretty life. And so I just think like we need to be in the discipline of having set times for that, like appropriate Mm -hmm. times. So like if on your Sabbath day, if on a Saturday, that's enjoyable to you, Mm -hmm. then that's great to do. But during the week when you have homework and school Mm -hmm. and you need to be prioritizing the Lord and friendships and family, like limit that stuff, you know, don't spend time doing that because it can just, it's two hours later and then, and you've done, you've pinned your entire wedding or something, you know, whatever it is, like, it's just not healthy for us. And so, um, that would be my, 
those are my tips for technology and and stuff specifically for girls. That's good, Dave. Yeah. yeah, thanks. Yeah, I'd say for guys, um, I think one of the number one things is to have like a partner in it. Um, accountability. Yeah, accountability. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're not just talking about like, oh, we need to be disciplined about like the really bad things you can do, but also just like about not being on Instagram for three hours. Mm-hmm. Um, about you know, being able to take your life back from that. Cause I know how that feels. Like, I think a lot of us probably agree with this, as you were saying of like, we love these apps. We love YouTube. We love social media, but I don't think we love the feeling of being like, Oh man, I just spent three hours and there were other things I wanted to do today. Mm-hmm. No, I don't get to do them. Um, or, Oh man, I like lay down in bed and I put on YouTube and all of a sudden I'm falling asleep at four thirty and waking up at, 445 yeah. to get your Um I think having a partner, I think your parents are the best partner you can have right now if you're a student living at home. Mm-hmm. Um, if not, I think it's a roommate is really great if you have a roommate. If not there, um, a pastor or a youth leader or small group leader uh, are all great. Um, and what I think specifically is good is to like Tate was saying, like set up some of those boundaries and to do things like hand your phone to your parents and say, can we put this like in your room at nine o'clock at night? Like say to your parents, mm-hmm. when you go to bed, like my phone, my iPad will go in your room. Mm-hmm. And so then you don't access it. Sure. Um, and, and some kids are going to be like, but then how do I wake up in the morning? There's yeah. this crazy thing called an alarm clock. Yeah, they're like eight yeah. bucks. <laughs> yeah. yeah, seriously, they, they are like eight dollars at Target. Yeah, and like, how do I listen to music? There's like crazy things called like speakers, yeah. systems, yeah. and like yeah. I listen to music. Yeah, yeah. There's ways to get around it. There's yeah, ways to get around yeah. It. yeah. What I, like people did things before the iPhone was invented. Yeah, yeah. Sure. that wasn't like the dawn of human civilization. <laughs> There's 20 years of my life. Yeah. Um, so I'd say that, and I would go, like, going off what you're saying right here, I think a, a great piece of advice, this is coming from, like, a pretty hardcore introvert, is learn to be okay with being alone. Yeah. I think that's a huge challenge hmm. for anyone, like, under the age of, like, 30 right now. Hmm. I'm 24, so I get counted in this. Don't, like, okay boomer me. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. And I would just say, like, part of what is going off our phones is we don't want to be alone. Like, yeah. And we feel like in order to be a good friend, we have to always be able to text back. We have to always be sending memes. We have to always be up to date on our chat line, posting our stories on Instagram, following what other people are doing. And it just becomes absolutely exhausting. Mm-hmm. Right. And it, like, I think... 10 hours of doing that is not as good as even just like an hour of hanging out in person. So I would say a, a really good tool, become okay with being alone, grow in some mm-hmm. things that you love to do on your own. Mm-hmm. Like if you're an artist, like put your phone away for an hour and just art, right? Draw, paint, sure. whatever you yeah. like to do. If Even if you like video games, like put your stuff away, play whatever video game you like by yourself. And just enjoy that. Like, mm. learn to be okay being on your own. Find enjoyment in who you are. Yeah. And the yeah. You enjoy. I like that. So, yeah, Andy, those are great points, man. I think, you know, being the the oldest one here, you know, like almost 10 years older than both of you guys, um, having a pretty successful marriage, I think, 
Erica, my wife would say the same thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, having pretty healthy kids that m- most people enjoy. Um, you know, I just want to encourage you that like I was not this disciplined um, when I was 20 <laughs> or when I was a teenager. I was not. Uh, I think I don't know how many times I got kicked out of youth group. Uh, mm-hmm. I was grounded a couple of times on mission trips, like grounded to the hotel rooms. My youth pastor just had such a like he was done with me. Um, but I just want to encourage you, like, this is a progress. This is a, this is a emotion day in and day out and you can do it. Like you can do it. And if this is something you desire to better yourself and to grow and to mature, um, and to, to, to pursue a life that, that resembles Jesus's, uh, you can do it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You'll develop like an appetite for eating broccoli, right? Like go. if you, yeah. <laughs> I know Josh loves eating broccoli, Raw but broccoli. if you don't, <laughs> like the the more you do it, the easier it gets. And just mm-hmm. like I said, your brain will f- want to do those things. Your body will want to do those things. Mm-hmm. It will crave those things. Oh, it will, it yeah. will crave healthy food. It will crave running or walking, whatever it is. It will crave spending time with Jesus. Like the more disciplined you are, the easier it gets. And then in other areas, you can venture out and be disciplined in too. Yeah, I, my uh, second job, I, I work part time at a um, rehab home for adults with co-occurring disorders. So they have a substance addiction that they're trying to recover from and a mental illness that they're trying to learn how to cope with and live with. And one saying that comes up a lot, like at meetings and uh, as we do the morning routine, is this saying just for today. Mm-hmm. Or they'll read like a piece of Alcoholics Anonymous literature or something there'll be phrases like just for today i will be positive or just for today i will see myself as a success or just for today i will abstain from drinking or whatever it is and i think that's such a valuable lesson for all of life Mm -hmm. is when we talk about discipline the expectation is not that when you wake up tomorrow you are going to be tom brady or Nate Holdridge or Josh Shively. Nope. Like the expectation. I don't want you to be me. <laughs> yeah. The expectation is that you'll get up and you'll say, just for today, I'm going to make progress in this. Yeah. Just for today, I'm going to limit my phone use. Mm-hmm. Just for today, I'm going to overcome whatever challenge you're facing. Because it is one day at a time, right? We don't get to be disciples in like decade long stints. We're disciples minute by minute, mm-hmm. right? And day by day. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, just for today. Yeah, that's so good. Mm-hmm. Well, guys, it's been a great little podcast. This is cool. Uh, again, I'm just really excited about this and, and the information and just what we're putting out there. So for all you listeners, just remember, like, this is all about a choice of desiring to be disciplined, desiring to be more like Christ, desiring mm-hmm. just to better ourselves in the little ways. Mm-hmm. And none of us are perfect. None of us are doing this 100% each day. It's all about growth. It's all about daily just taking those steps. And and so I hope you're encouraged. I hope this is something you enjoyed. If you like it, go ahead and subscribe to What's the Wi-Fi Password. Um, give us a thumbs up. Give us a review. Uh, if you didn't like it, go ahead and give us a review too. It's cool. Uh, and say hi. It's all right. Um, I think I, I like it when you say hi. So, you know, if guys. If you leave a review. Yeah. We could like read them and then send somebody some merch. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, we have, we we have, have some we merch. Have merch. We have, we yeah. have. I mean, we have like old camp merch, but I we could get some cooler merch. No, we're gonna yeah. get a t-shirt. We're get, we yeah, get we're a yeah. So we definitely <laughs> as an incentive, because I need like an incentive. There you, you know, go. Okay. so we'll right. pick a review, read it, and then we'll send you something. I like yeah. it. Yeah. If like you're it. a socially awkward Gen Zer, having a shirt that says "What's the Wi-Fi password" could be really helpful. <laughs> Yeah. Go to your coffee shop, just walk up to the barista's point. All you got to do. 
I That's like awesome. it. Two birds with one stone, right? Yeah. I like it, guys. All right. Well, Tay and Andy, thank you guys so much for doing this. You guys are going to hear their voices many more times because this is my, my youth ministry team, and we are absolutely enjoying this and serving mm-hmm. Jesus in this way. So, again, you guys, thank you, and God bless. Uh, talk to you next time. God bless. Happy discipline. Yeah. (laughs) Calvary Monterey's youth ministries meet on Tuesday nights at 6.30 p.m. at Calvary Monterey. Both middle school and high school students are welcome. Come on out. You belong here. And I promise, we don't bite.